Hey, what's going on, my fellow Schwoke Lords? It's your boy Sweezy, back at it again with the internet's worst podcast. Thank you for coming in today. If you like the show, please hit that subscribe button on YouTube or wherever you get your podcast from. And yeah, if you didn't know and you're listening to this right now, we're on YouTube. You can watch this visuals, you can get all the TikToks and everything else in that form, which is one of the best ways to watch the Schwedcast. That's right, watch it. So uh, thank you so much for listening. Uh, today on the show, I have my good friend, Micah James Chrisman, aka MJ Chrisman, aka Big Guy. And I also have my spiritual mentor and host of Drunk Church History, and he's a blogger too, uh, Josh Casey, and also our friend Austin as well, uh, who we know as Foreman. And so you definitely don't want to miss this episode. Keep Stay tuned. Don't touch that dial. I do want to say this show is brought to us by, or brought to you, by FNX Fitness in Honey, but we're going to get into more of that later, so stay tuned, don't touch that dial. And as my boy Garth would say, if this is truly a conversation... Then I say let the conversation begin. This is what Josh and, this is what Josh and Austin got on here for, just to watch us fight like a big Yeah, we just, basically all we do is gaslight Sam each other. Calls me, Sam calls me fat, he body shames me, I attack his integrity and character. Hey and man, really we both have underneath. the same opportunities to lose weight. Some of us just rise to the occasion. When have you ever risen to any occasion? I'm sorry, Josh. I'm almost down 40 pounds. <laughs> What's yeah, preventing you, you from rising up? That's true. Can you say a runway walk? Um, I'm in my underwear right now, which apparently Perfect. is not a case anymore, but it's like super hot in, in the studio. Yeah, Sam's diet regimen two weeks in. He's like, I've lost 20 pounds. Or what are you doing? What's your secret, Sam? Oh, I don't. I eat one meal a day, and I'm under like 600 calories a day. Oh, okay, Sam. I'll starve myself. I'll lose weight too. Yeah. It's called <laughs> intermittent fasting. I, my first question, I was like, oh, so uh, eating disorder. That's something No, and first of all, I, I didn't, didn't say 600 <laughs> calories. I said I eat under 1,500 calories a day. Intermittent Ooh. fasting. He he learned that at, at his uh, spiritual retreat to Big Sur. <laughs> okay. Well. Anyways. Well. Mike, I'm praying for you because I'm the better person. Uh, I want Big Time Tommy praying for me, not you. Uh, he is praying for you, apparently. Yep. And you had to pay for it too. I do. I paid fifty dollars for a cameo. And I, it was the greatest $50 I've ever spent in my entire life. When you think you know, about Sam, it, that $50 could have gone. tray for you. Like, that's what, what they pass around the tray for. <laughs> Are you asking me how I feel about that? Yeah, how do no, you feel about When you think about it, you've always had people pay, like you've been paying to have them pray for you. Oh, yeah, in the church, yeah. Mm hmm. Yeah, right. everyone's everyone's by now. You guys I mean, once paid me to pray for you. I fucking <laughs> always paid you to pray for me. What are you talking about? You find those twenty dollar bills in the in the uh, CCH donation box? That was hey, me. Hey, that should hey that shit went straight back to students. <laughs> I mean, I took a ninety percent cut, but like, looks <laughs> well, like the it. see, Josh. What you need to do is stop having like integrity and morals and just become a pastor at a church in the South. Cause you can make like 
$150,000 a year. Oh, yeah, I could have a jet, man. Hey, I mean, you would need the jet. I mean, obviously, poor people. You don't want you want to be on the same place as them. They can ride on the jet, too. You're going to let poor... No, Josh, you don't let poor people on your... Like, for real, though, you're like... You say that things like, you know, I'd, I'd let anyone ride on the jet with me. And you're like, no, get off... Get off my jet. The moment, the moment Sam shows up. Oh, sorry, we're full. We're at capacity. <laughs> what do you? No, there's a. So the airport in the town my parents live in, they you don't actually get to choose your seat. They choose for you based on your weight. Oh, fun. So, so basically, like they have to arrange everyone in certain order, or else the plane will topple over. It's called Cape Air. And my parents always try to get me to fly Cape Air every Christmas, and I am scared. Yeah, we're um, we're taking uh, when we go to Michaela and I go to Barcelona next year. Um, we're uh, we're taking the Air Portugal flight. So our our uh, tickets we were random like they were randomly different prices on the plane just to, like all over the place you could just like find one that was a different a lower price in another section um so we like just found the two cheapest seats that we could they're like super far away from each other but i don't think she's super sad about having to have like you know 10 hours away from me on a on a flight yeah okay as uh, my favorite comedian tom zagur would say the only two people on the plane who have to sit by each other are at the very front it's true. So, I mean, yeah, I. So, what do you what do you think? Let's let's do the panel here. How would you feel with not sitting next to your significant other on a plane? Let's say the situation's like Southwest, a very small Southwest flight, where that one seat in the middle, no one's gonna have to sit in. I don't know. I can. I usually always ask. Like, hey, can we get these seats together? And they usually just say yes. But if they don't say yes, I'm like, well, I'm just going to be listening to a podcast and falling yeah. asleep the whole time anyways. Yeah. Remember one time I was on a plane and, like, this guy asked me to turn on his phone for him? I think it was, like, back in 2015. I was just like, all right. And so I just, like, turned on his phone and gave it back to him. Like, that's, like, the weirdest request to ask any person ever. He was probably a spy, and you just enabled, like, a bomb code. And- oh, that'd be funny. They just, like, well, it's actually, that'd be a good cover, because then, like, the FBI or the CIA, whatever the hell they do, they'd come to me and be like, what did you do? Did you just set off a bomb? We're like, I don't know, man. And then they, like, do, like, a background check on me. Like, oh, this guy's an idiot. And then I don't think there's anything to worry about here. I think he just did it on accident. <laughs> Some poor sap at the CIA has to listen to all of the Schwedcast profile on you. (laughs) No, someone like infiltrates every text, video, and like meme I send anyone. See, you guys think I sent you some bad shit. There's a subreddit called Ruth Batter Ginsburg. And I know what you're thinking about. The Supreme Court justice person, whatever. No, it's guys who jerk off with poop. That's what I heard. Saw I saw everything. Why? All, Why were you there? How, what keystrokes led you to that spot? A friend sent it to me, and I only I only can I can handle all gross things up to anything like eaten. Dude, eating. I can really handle like what you sent me. I 
sent you just a, a man with a penis. I know. And I'm like, oh, it's like four in the afternoon. <laughs> if you had sent it to me. Eight o'clock, it would have been fine. Yeah, I was going to say, at midnight. You sent it to me at midnight, please. That's about the time I'm ready to jerk off. I like like my dick pics being sent from 8 a.m. to 1 p.m. That's the only time I want those sent. Oh, no, the other day I was was like, hey, Austin, you want a dick pic? Don't respond if you want it. And then you're like, no. And then I just sent you a picture of Dick Cheney. I, I always say like no thank you sir <laughs> oops sorry my bad that's my dick pick it's dick cheney <laughs> dick van dyke's also another good dick pick to send if you ever want to send a dick pick to someone mm. dick for meal dick yeah. oh you want to know something fun have you guys heard of only fans no. what only fans I know two of you are married, so only and Mike is a boomer, so he probably wouldn't know either. I'm uh, a boomer. I'm 31 <laughs> years old. I'm a millennial, raised by boomers. <laughs> anyway, so OnlyFans, a lot of like porn stars get on there, and then just other random ass people, and then they're basically it's like basically paying a subscription service to get someone's nudes. So, and then, yeah, it's, there's a lot going on with it. Anyways, uh, I saw someone that I kind of know join it. And I was like, I'm a little interested. You know, her plan was only $5 a month. So I got on there. It was like $5. So I paid $5. It got on her OnlyFans account. And then, you know, you do the, the usual thing you see when you hear about someone's, like, nudes leaked. It's like, oh, their nipples are a lot bigger than I thought they'd be. And then I haven't really been on it since. That's what I said when you sent me yours. I was just, <laughs> I was kind of disappointed in the size. I do, I do think though. Every time I see like I hear a celebrity's nudes leaked, it's just like those nipples are a lot bigger than I thought they'd be. Actually, I'd say that about anyone I've seen naked, any woman I've seen naked, her nipples are a lot bigger than I thought they'd be. Not saying it's hey. bad, but so maybe Sam. you just have a small version of nipples in your mind. Yeah, I guess I just imagine. Yeah. You need to expand your horizons on nipple sizes. I know. You know? Yeah. Let maybe uh, bigger the nipple, a more fuller experience. You know. Is there like a Black hey, uh, Lives Matter for nipples? I mean, there's not, a free I'm the nipple campaign. There's a free the nipple campaign. I there mean, is. that's been going on forever. Oh, oh I love I mean, that. That's, it's not going on now, probably, but you know, it's these <laughs> ladies who are like copying and pasting their boyfriend's nipples onto their nipples and hey, be like, "Is that Michaela?" That is Michaela. She can't hear you, but and the new dog. And the dog. And the dog. Hey, did your old one die to replace the new one? No, the old one didn't die. We sent him off to retirement. <laughs> Can we talk about that? Do you care? We, we literally sent him to a farm upstate. Um, Can we talk about the dog? Your old dog? Yes, Amos. So Josh had the sweetest dog, Amos. No, Amos. Was sweetest cool. dog, Amos. That is. That is. Not, not the truth. Not the truth. Amos, not always the sweetest. Amos loved me. Anyways, so when Josh and his wife Batterina moved to uh, Bloomington, they're like, "I don't think we're going to be able to have a dog in our new place, or something like that." And so they decided to give it to a friend. <coughs> and now that dog's still alive to this day. Three and years they, later. Three years later, and now they decided they were going to get a new dog. We got Curie's blessing. 
Yeah. I just thought I just thought it was really funny. No, it's it, it is legitimately funny, but um yeah, we like see we had Amos Amos was the first kid here. Will you take this down when you go down, please? Thank you. Love you. Um, yeah, when when we got Amos, he was the only child because we got him like a month after we got married. And um, and then, then we had Kins, and both of them kind of just didn't really care about the other. They're both kind of like, they just coexisted. It was fine. Then we had Leland, and there were some legitimate like fights going on between the two of them. And then we had Eleanor, and he was just like, okay, I've been defeated. I want to leave now. And so he just started, like, growling and biting at everyone. And so then uh, we were like, you know what? We're going to let him go retire with Kiri, where he can have these uh, this young married couple without any kids who can pamper him and pay for all of the, like, cataract surgery and shit that he needs. <laughs> Jeez. So which is the first kid you're getting rid of? <laughs> Dude, I'll take Leland. Dude, Leland's crazy. He's great, man. Here we party with Leland someday. Dude, I can't Leland wait till Leland gets. I'm gonna say 18. I'll give him some booze. <laughs> oh, they, they'll have tried some at some point, but no. But um, it was just today. A friend of mine was telling me that uh, Leland is dead. Like the day is not far off when Leland says "fuck you" and walks out of the door. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> not very far away. Okay, I have to show everyone this video. I'm pretty sure I've, we've played the clip on the show before, but I have to, I have to uh, do this for you. What'd you say? He did fucked up. Josh, can you tell that story for me? Um. So I, I was okay. So I. We had been at a like at a birthday party at a brew pub nearby, uh, like downtown Bloomington, at Switchyard. You've been there, um, and uh, we had had enough beer that we decided it was time for some cookies. And so we walked a couple blocks away to the like cookie shop that like like a kind of like um, one of those they deliver kind of all night type things, um, and uh, and so then while we're sitting there it's me and a friend and uh, his wife and all of a sudden leland just kind of looks at us and says are you ready to get fucked up and we're like what so i quickly got out my phone and said can you please say that again so it turns out that was he got that from an lmfao song that they the kids had been asking alexa to play for them so God, that's that's oh actually God, no. actually that's more embarrassing to me than your kid just like cussing in you know public. i'm i'm i try <laughs> to control i try to inspire them with good music and they decide to listen to lmfao and bieber so they do they do listen to my music so i, I can't they they have listened to your music it's true it's what a little Leland, Sam, Sam, Sam. Like, usually I assume like he may have forgotten me and tried to remember, but I'm like, oh, no, he really does remember me. I really yep. scarred that kid. I'm really happy about that. You, yes, yeah, you you made quite the impression on him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you so can't Going forget. back to Alexa, I think she's evil for that reason as well. I gave uh, Jeremy the login for my Amazon and started getting all these random orders for, like, shark toys and dinosaur toys and i'm just like what the hell who's buying all this stuff come to find out his little kid elijah was like talking to alexa and somehow making these purchases and so yeah for that reason i think alexa is evil that that and my nieces and nephews play the shit out of the greatest showman on earth soundtrack 
And yeah. so they'll just, if there's an Alexa in sight, it's Alexa, play the, and they'll request a song from the greatest showman. And that plays nonstop. And so, yeah, for that reason, Alexa, not the government, them recording you conspiracy. That's all fine. It's, how kids use it that I think is equal. <laughs> See, I only ask Alexa to play Despacito because I am a good Christian man. Yeah, I'm glad the kids got over that phase too because that was one for a while. <laughs> They've gone through that and Who Let the Dogs Out and it's just... Did I tell you the first CD I ever bought was Who Let the Dogs Out? That does not surprise me. You seem like the sort of person who has like a, a, a like platinum disc of Baja Men like hanging on your wall somewhere. The only one that I'm, the only CD I have, when we're talking CD that I'm proud of, is the Garth, uh, the Chris Gaines. Just because someone who listened to this show sent it to me, which I'm also surprised they have my address. Yeah, I used to have, I used to have in my car a uh, binder of like 200 plus CDs that I would carry around in there. Like this, just this giant binder. And like I don't know how that is supposed to be any safer than you know me driving with my phone while I'm looking for music because I would like have this giant binder in front and be like flipping through while I'm driving trying to find the right disc. Yeah, yeah. I, I was going through my CDs today. Um, I've told you, Josh, but yeah, I bought an iPod Classic to go back to the old days. Yeah. And so uh, I'm just like I'm getting all my like it's coming in tomorrow, so I'm like going ahead and getting everything on my computer. I found like this CD it was like a summer school jams. So like they were trying to promote summer school at my school for some stupid reason. And so they made like a mix CD and this had this really dumb shirt. And they were like, I need you. And the people there told this one like white trash kid, we need you to wear this shirt every single Friday for the rest of the year to get people pumped for summer school. And everyone and we're like, yeah, he's not going to wear that shirt at all in any circumstance it was so yeah it was a lot i remember one time we had like a school assembly and they were going to put on like a movie and uh it was uh the pursuit of happiness with will ferrell yeah i think wait will ferrell no will smith Smith. same person anyways i'm they stopped it because i think there's violence at the beginning of it or something like that no i don't think it's that movie what's the movie it's like a white teacher teaches like a bunch of like inner city school. You like stand and deliver? I don't know. Anyways, it was some of that movie, but it had a lot of gang violence at the beginning of it, and they like turned it off immediately and put in uh, that movie with Tim Allen and uh, the Santa Claus. No, not, not the Santa Claus. It was Tim <laughs> Allen. Uh, it's the space movie with um, the guy who plays Snape in it. Alan Rickman and Alan Rickman Tim and Allen. Tim Allen are in the same movie. Oh, uh, Galaxy Quest. <laughs> Galaxy Quest. And they just put on Galaxy Quest. And then, like, someone next to me and, like, the main DVD tile screen is like, they made that in a Microsoft Word, like, Word Art. <laughs> the title screen of it. Well, uh, I think that whole thing was supposed to make fun of, uh, of Star Trek. But oh, yeah. I'm not, enough, I'm not enough of a sci fi fan. I'm a, I'm no. a Galaxy Quest fan to. Right, but anyway, we never were... give up, never surrender. It was a pretty good movie, though. I'd say that. Yeah, I mean, come on, if you're gonna bring it up, oh, you it's great. It at least, it's great. Know. I mean, I'm glad we got to watch. Actually, the movie that we were supposed to watch actually kind of sucked because I saw it before that for some reason. 
Yeah, actually, I'm pretty sure stand and deliver is what you're talking about. Okay. The movie I first made out with a girl in was actually The Pursuit of Happiness. Probably because we were bored in the movie, so we just started making out. That was a fun movie. So it's like one of those movies. Right, so what's, what's the worst movie that any of you ever went to on a date? Twilight. Twilight? I never make it that far, Josh. I never get to the theater <laughs> dates. <laughs> How did train well, your no, I think Micah's answer is going to be the Nicolas Cage <laughs> Left Behind movie. <laughs> that was not a date. That was with you, Sam. And that was a coerced <laughs> experience. Can we talk about that? I want to talk my perspective and then your perspective. Um, I'll go with mine first. So I want to say it's 2014. Um, I think we had a friend who was living in the house. Micah was hanging out with him. And so I just text Micah. Hey, man, do you want to go see the new Left Behind movie? I hear it's really good. And for some reason, Mike is like, all right. <laughs> so I go ahead and pick him up, drive to the theater. And in Warrensburg, the theater's like on like the other side of town. So you can't walk anywhere from there. So Walmart. Yeah. So we're at the movie. We get our tickets. We go in. We're sitting under the previews. The pr- there's 12 people in the theater. I counted. There's including me and Micah. There were 12 people in the theaters. <laughs> like an older couple's just like, "Hey, isn't this opening night?" I'm like, "Yes, it is. I've been waiting for this for like a year and a half." <laughs> <laughs> and so the the previews start, and I'm just like, "So, Micah, I actually heard the reviews for this movie is really terrible." Then Micah does his like. Oh, 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 face, and he's like, I can't believe you brought me in here. I'm going to go out there and demand a refund. (laughs) (laughs) So, so I'm like, hey, just just give it a chance. Come on, we might like it. But she's like, I'm going to walk out. He's been doing that the whole movie. And there's one scene where, like, a woman is, like, crawling, like, through broken glass or something like that. Mike is like, that could uh, lead little boys to sexual, like, curiosity or something like that. What the fuck? What I, don't, I remember I you said that because that was the funniest part. <laughs> and then eventually you leave and you're just like, I can't believe you fucking made me watch that. <laughs> uh, and now I want to hear your perspective so we can get two sides to this coin. I mean, at that point, I just decided basically kind of like, you know, science, you know, whatever that science mystery theater kind of thing. I'll, this is going to be bad and I'll just watch it through it but i didn't realize i was like man you would think it's gonna be a reboot with nick cage they paid however much exorbitant amount of money probably to get him on this low budget christian film thought oh maybe it'll pull through and i was just like wow like even (laughs) his dialogue and his script for his role was horrible it was just like genuinely one of the worst movies i've ever seen in my life but i was just kind of like okay it wasn't even like worth going to make fun of at that point like when sam was like oh uh, reviews are actually bad i was like okay well maybe i'll make some fun out of it and it was just like wow dare we dare we say that kurt that uh, kurt cameron may have done better that's what i'm saying i literally walked out thinking wow the one with kurt cameron was better and what a low bar to set (laughs) like i was just like (laughs) you know that was probably made like 15 years earlier and it felt like it had better graphics and everything like even when the plane was going down and then the Cage movie, I'm like, I remember there being like F1 fighter jets and like this whole war scene in mm-hmm. Kirk Cameron's version. I'm like, 15 years earlier. Oh, 
But I'll tell you what, I don't know if it's true or not. I saw the rumors or read something somewhere that they were going to try to cast Nick Cage for uh, a movie or a TV series around Tiger King. Like, being, Oh, yeah. Uh, no, I heard he was going to play Joe Exotic. Joe, Joe Exotic. And now when I heard that, I was like, okay, like – on the one hand, Nick Cage is in the worst movies on the planet, but I am I'm I'm personally convinced convinced he's not the worst actor on the planet. Oh no, like he probably he probably has more dynamic than uh, what's his face and John Wick, Keanu Reeves. Like I think he probably has more character and actor range than Keanu Reeves, but everyone just loves Keanu Reeves because he's genuinely a good person outside, and he's in these like obviously just cliche action movies. Nick Cage is like, you just kind of hear the stories of him being kind of like a horrible person, like scamming or doing, <laughs> you know, whatever. Cheating on his taxes. Uh, ta- and- tax evasion and all that stuff. But I'm like, oh, him playing a role of Joe Exotic could bring him back to life. Could actually give him a dynamic role that fits like where he is in life. Just really like this washed up person <laughs> playing another washed up person's role. Like I was like, Oh, he could come back to life from as an actor. I think so. I'll play one of the extra hands that he hires on and feeds them hot dogs from a Walmart truck that are expired. And Oh yeah. Straight. And Josh, you have, have you still not watched Tiger King? No. I like kind of almost kind of forced Micah to watch it, but it's kind of like you, you can get hooked pretty quickly in it. Yeah, I I just never got around to doing it. I just I couldn't be bothered to like I just couldn't be bothered with it. Where I I mean put it this way though, I'm so behind on shit like that. Like we're just now watching The Mandalorian. So Oh yeah. Another good show. My dad watched it before you. Well, yeah, well and part of it was was like Cadence. So the reason why um, was that Cadence wanted to watch it, um, but we had been working through uh, the Harry Potter movies with him, and like it's when you've got three kids with like you know uh, age between nine and four, like you know the four year old can't watch what the nine year old can, and so I had been working through reading Harry Potter with him. So whenever we had free time, I was reading to him, and then when we would finish a book, we would watch the movie. And so, like, that took a long-ass time to get through all seven of those. and uh, Or, well, eight movies. And so, by the time we finally got done, we're like, all right, now we can do The Mandalorian. So now we have to get through that before we can, before I can introduce him to, you know, something really good, like uh, like Community or something. The best, the best, I, I got to read this text thread from uh, my mom. So, God, I... biting my feet off. Damn, so I have, all, I have all the good streaming services. So I think my parents are on my account because I know how to manage it. They did put some money in towards the uh, for the financial side of it, but I think it's under like my account. So my my mom texts me, "Is our Disney Disney Plus?" And I'm like, "Yes, it should be." And it's like, "Oh, Hamilton's going to be on there." I'm like, "Cool, mom. Glad you. We finally have music to agree on." Yeah, mom's mom's getting woke with the theater. She's not getting woke. She's getting schwoke. Oh, sorry. My no, bad. seriously, like that show. I mean, obviously you hear about like New York and Chicago, like just being sold out like for three months in advance. They had like a tour come through Nashville. I had friends who bought season tickets to our performing arts center just so they could see Hamilton. 
Were there any other good shows that came through after Hamilton? Waitress, uh, the one Sarah Bareilles wrote, was on yeah. there. Actually, I mean, obviously, you get you're getting Broadway. She's productions. Sarah Bareilles, like she knows her shit, man. She's she's like great. She's like I'm, I mean, I say female Ben Folds. If I mean, yeah, but or you could say Ben Folds is female Sarah Bareilles. Yeah, Schwoke right there, right, Micah? Right, right. I don't know what that means anymore. You always say schwoke, but it's like, I always thought it meant like being woke on things that were only related to schweezy. You know? <laughs> it's, I didn't it's, think it's it called, meant. It's being woke to things that matter. Like that old, uh, that old Chappelle show sketch with, uh, with uh, Wayne Brady. Where he, Is Wayne Brady going to have to kill a bitch? <laughs> Wayne Brady going to have to choke a bitch? Well, then he's like, Wayne, he, he gets high and then he's like, Wayne Brady makes Bryant Gumble look like Malcolm X. Did you actually ever hear the story behind that? The the sketch? No. So they so the black uh, Nostradamus episode that aired and it's like Wayne Brady makes Brian Gumble look like Malcolm X. And so Wayne Brady's like, oh man, I thought we were friends. And then I guess to like reconcile um Wayne Brady was like, Man, I thought uh, you know, I guess Obviously, we can't speak for black people in America, but he's like, man, I thought like we were cool. Yeah, the best, the best way I can describe it on my end. And so they did that to kind of like reconcile that because obviously Dave Chappelle is like, that's just a joke. So. Yeah. Well, that was a we watched. I mean, thinking of him, like we watched a uh, what was it? It was a Mister Rogers like documentary, not like the not the Tom Hanks mm-hmm. joint. Oh, but, like uh, well, will you be my neighbor? Yeah, yeah, we watched it, and they talk about like how he, like how he felt about Chappelle, like kind of doing the "Will You Be My Neighbor" song, but like the hood version of it, basically. <laughs> and <laughs> and he was like, he's cool with it. He's like, yeah, it's pretty funny. Like he he had a sense of humor about himself, and that's what I always say. If the joke is funny, and in, I have a hard time being offended if the joke is funny. Well, that's good. I mean, mostly most of the jokes I make about you are pretty funny. So, mm-hmm. well, Micah, Micah gets mad at me. He's just like, "Oh, it's like every time I try to like insult you, you just agree with me." I'm like, I don't know what else to do. It's like every girl I date, like they explain why they don't want to be with me, and I'm like, "Well, that makes a lot of sense." It's like I don't have anything. To- it's like, don't you want to fight and make her love you? I'm like, well, I don't really have any good talking points. <laughs> She's covered it all. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I am. I can see you've thought about this for a while. No, so like, I don't want to date I, someone who has their own podcast. I know. Right? I definitely have to. When I got married first, then had the podcast. Like all of you know, because you've been my friend for a while, but you probably haven't noticed. If I'm wrong, I am willing to admit it. You just feel like you're never wrong. So it works out in your, your uh, favor That's, there. But most of the time right. I'm not wrong. That's why I tell. That's why I tell people is just like you know what if I'm wrong I'll tell you I'm wrong I don't have any I don't have anything to lose like but you can be like oh I thought you were always right I'm like well sometimes I'm an idiot like what are you expecting no. from me Kelly dumb dog chewing on everything yeah dogs do that you know who didn't yeah, chew on everything Amos uh no he definitely <laughs> did <laughs> I actually really liked Amos we spent a he's we a spent, great dog he's yeah we spent a week together we liked him. You said like your kids made him aggressive, but I think that because your kids kind of make me aggressive. Kids so. make yeah, kids make everyone aggressive. This.
Hey, I just want to take a quick moment to talk about today's sponsor, FNX Fitness. FNX Fitness is committed to creating innovative supplements of the highest quality that provide focus for a productive morning, energy to thrive all day, performance supplements to reach new goals, unique sleep and recovery formulas to support any sport, and healthy supplements to support an active lifestyle for years to come. Some of you may know, I've currently been working on losing weight. I've learned that the best thing you can do for your body is to make it work more efficiently. And one way you can do that is using supplements from FNX Fitness. Uh, I usually love a good pre-workout because a pre-workout gives me the energy to have a successful workout and to you know do that fasted cardio, lift some weights, and it really helps me get going and uh, pushes me to my limits and helps me, you know maintain that goal I've been trying to reach, and they are super perfect for that. They also have a fantastic clothing line. That way you can look good while you work out. I know one thing, I'm always jealous of people who look good when they work out. I look like a slob, but no longer with FNX Fitness clothing line. Uh, I look good working out, and I feel good working out. Well, for the most part, but with their supplements and their clothing line, it just makes working out so much easier and something more you can look forward to. Uh, even with every purchase of an FNX Fitness product, uh, they donate one gallon of water to a child in need because not everyone on this world has clean drinking water, and FNX goal is to make sure they can provide that for any child who needs it. You can save 15% off your first purchase by going to uh, fnxfitness.com, and when you check out, use promo code SHWEGCAST. Uh, using that promo code, that will save you 15% off your first order and all orders in regards to that because FNX Fitness wants to hook you up for all the Schwedcast listeners out there. Did you know? Oh, okay. Fun fact. I actually found your kids on TikTok. Oh, yeah. I know Cadence has made, has like the neighbors have made stuff. So, yeah, actually, no, no actually, all three of your kids I've actually yeah, found on TikTok. Surprising. Here, so let me show you. So, here. So yeah, I found Leland on TikTok. So let's watch this one. <laughs> Seriously, oh, help with the fucking jam. <laughs> yes. So yeah, I, Leland, I didn't know he was on TikTok. Why didn't you tell me? <laughs> Dude, that's embarrassing. Yeah, that's pretty amazing. Yeah, it's it is uh one of my favorite ticks or talks. I just need to find a TikTok video of Leland kicking a dog, you know, and actually, you know, funny enough. Why was he, why was he so aggressive? Actually found one of, actually found a TikTok of Eleanor too. Actually, I think I found one of all your kids, Josh. Are you gonna show me Eleanor's here? Yep, actually, yep. This is one this is Eleanor I've randomly found on TikTok. Mommy, Daddy's lying, right? About what? About boys don't have vaginas. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know. Why don't you tell me your kids are on TikTok? Yeah, it's very. What? I lost you there. Oh, am I still here? Yep, yeah, there you go. Okay. Yeah, so I just didn't know. Your kids were on TikTok. Yes, they they definitely are. I I thought maybe you had actually found them because I know that the neighbor kids they have TikTok on their phones, and then I know Cadence has like hung out with them when they were making them. So I thought you had actually found them. 
<laughs> Wouldn't Which, surprise it, me. It, it actually just kind of makes me a little upset, Josh, because I consider you one of my best friends. Actually, consider all of you my best friends, some of my best friends. So it just kind of hurt me. We are your best friends, or we're some of your best friends. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah. I wonder, and where do I stand here? Well, I will all tell you that Micah is like the last place on <laughs> my best friends list. I always want to keep Micah. Coughing? Why do you think I'm coughing through this whole show? I'm because you try be to ruin audio. my. Exactly. I, I'm I want trying you to, to ruin your career with this podcast. And now you're trying to ruin my career with my own podcast. You're going to go back and post production. You're going to be like, God damn it, Michael. Why were you coughing so much? Oh, it's because he was smoking hookah. No, I'm keeping the coughs in. I am <laughs> making you look like a smoker who was trying to kill yourself. Amen. Well, I'm at the bottom of your, I'm at the bottom of your uh, prayer list. Oh, wait, friend list. No, I'm actually, you're the top of my prayer list, bottom of my best friends list. Not the friends oh. list. The best friends list. So it's like oh, okay. it's like the top list of it's like your top ten for friends, but you're number ten. Right. So it's oh, like okay. an insult Good. and a compliment at the same time, which I feel like is comedy genius. Right. Well, you're not even have a comedy if genius. If you even have ten friends. If you even have ten friends, Sam. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually pretty true. We should think about that <laughs> I'm not even talking about ten best friends. Do you even just have ten friends? That's what I'm. That's it's what like I'm I love on MySpace. I'm like trying to pick people. I'm like, fuck it. I need. I need Tom. Maybe he's number one. I, think, I don't yeah. know. As I said, Tom. Tom is one of your top ten friends. <laughs> but you know who could be a top ten friend? The Zanga. The Zanga commenter. Ninja sixty nine sixty nine on your uh, yes. on your Zanga is probably your friend. That, you know, that's before their time, Josh. You and I only know about Zanga. I know what the fuck Zanga is. Don't fucking you put you me had to do it in that boat. Arc web research. He had to, he had, to, he had, had a Zanga. He had to go yeah, to wayback.com. You, you motherfuckers! It. I had a Zanga, and I am not going to take Says that the bullshit. Guy who just bought the classic iPod. Because you want to feel cool when I had, fucking had the right. I, I had already, the original podcast pod iPod. Yep, I, I had, the, I had original the original iPod. one, and it got bricked because I used it so much. I actually stopped using it sophomore year of college when we were in school together. When you were like thirty eight and finally in college. Hey, why are hey, you a lot of people going to school like great years? Yeah, that's well, right. You know You're what? It's like my show. Movie. I can do whatever the fuck I want. You're acting like Amos bit you or something, Sam. Why don't you calm I know, down? dude. Okay, well, let's wrap up the trilogy of Josh's children on TikTok because I did find Cadence. Is it just someone crying in a corner? Yeah, that actually. It's a sad boy. Not the one I wanted to play. Well, he's too young to be on drugs, but something's wrong with this kid. We haven't figured it out yet, Peter. Rounding third. Meanwhile, the third base coach is on his fucking cell phone. This game has been a fucking disaster. The score is 27 to 3. None of these kids can play a lick of baseball. The ball is shooting around the infield right now. It's been touched by every single player. No threat of being thrown out at home, and he's Wow. Yeah, Cadence, he was really good at baseball. That was amazing. (laughs) See, uh, not all my TikToks are horrible. That was legitimately good. 
can we talk about a grown man looking for your kids on TikTok and just whatever well, reason scrolling through videos was, of little children? I mean, he sent me like three different pictures of me as as like a high schooler and a college student today from my Facebook. I sent it, okay, it, so don't worry about that. I actually posted on Instagram and tag drunk church history on <laughs> Josh Tad, uh, did you, I haven't you. I haven't been on Instagram. What? I just I just put on the caption, uh, this is what happens when you don't respect your parents. Time has been very good to you. Yeah, time has oh. been good to you. Thanks. But actually, to you know, sometimes you need the fourth movie to really understand. Uh, that it's not, you don't have a fourth child, Josh. I just wanted you to know I found Micah on TikTok. Micah actually has a lot of TikTok accounts, uh, from what I'm seeing here. So, uh, let's watch Micah on TikTok. Hello, welcome to Femboy Hooters. I might be <laughs> fat as fuck, but I'm still throwing back like a dumpster truck. <laughs> That was um, that was something else. Sam, I want you to mark my words. One day you're going to get fat again. You're going to get fat again. Okay? And we're all going to be all, there. And I'm going to be praying for you. Just like you're praying for me right now. And I want you to know, when that day comes, I'm going to find the most clean-shaven, baby-faced fucking videos of fat people all over the internet. See, what's sad is that you pulled up that video and you said it was me, but the reality is you're projecting because you know it's you. That person didn't have a beard. So the reality is you are really just afraid that you'll put on those 40 pounds next year, which he's going to be. I actually am. May I not actually, be next year. I actually am really worried about putting the weight back on. <laughs> That's the bad part. Sam, Sam's he's going he's gonna to look like the, um, the dude from uh, the – uh, spaghetti with meat, chance of chance of meatballs. Cloudy with a chance of meatballs. The the uh, the guy who's like the town mascot. Oh god. Yeah. <laughs> so you know what I'm. I hope Sam. I hope you stay like fit and everything for years. I hope you stay this way for like a decade. But one day when you and I hang out, you are going to be a fat motherfucker dad <laughs> <laughs> with a big old beer belly. And I'm already going into life with a dad bod. I'm already there. My whole life is just to like stay this way, not become. Yeah, just maintain like the dad bod throughout my dad life. You know, going on, and I'll just look at you and just be like, "Welcome to the club." You know, (laughs) we're glad. Well, well, your kids, like, because y'all are probably all gonna have. Well, Josh already does, but like. Foreman and big guy, you're all gonna have kids before me, probably. And I'm just like, I'm gonna wait till they get old enough to babysit my kids. Oh, I don't have to like hire a babysitter. <laughs> and you're like, Sam, look oh, I, at you, you fat piece of shit. <laughs> we totally, we totally made made use of that when we were at the campus ministry. We just always had somebody watching our kids for us. So we didn't have to pay for. It sucked when we moved away and had to start paying for babysitters. God damn. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I watched your kids a few times. You just hired like the girls that you didn't actually want to hang out with as babysitters. <laughs> Hello, ladies. I'm texting you for a very important reason. I do not want to have sex with you. I am not attracted to you. But will you babysit my children for free? 
And uh, if you would like to, you can take one of my wife's magnums out of the freezer. Wait, Foreman, didn't you eat one of Michaela's magnums one time? Oh, yeah, the ice cream bars? Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're pretty good. That seems fair. Oh, well, I rem- no, the best uh, one thing I remember. Why are these like over like sexualized? Just, I well, know, no, right? there's a there's a condom Magnum that is made for like extra big penises called Magnums. But actually, fun fact, they fit on all penis sizes. They just can get really big. <laughs> That's just how they market. You, well, no, they're made for those guys with those huge ones because, you know, obviously you've had a condom that's too tight. Uh, obviously not Josh, but everyone else. Yeah, not me. No, <laughs> I, I can't find them small enough, honestly. I keep trying. And <laughs> Okay, here's a good uh, would-you-rather question. Would you rather have sex with a girl who's had sex with 50 guys, but every guy has always worn a condom, or a woman who's had sex with five guys, but they nutted inside her? That's an interesting one, yeah. That's That's, care. That that was um that was a moral like quandary I wasn't expecting to have to resolve today. I've actually actually have been thinking about this for a while. I imagine that you have a very detailed analysis of this, so please tell us. I would go with the fifty guys because obviously she's really cool, but obviously that's obvious. But she's smart too because. I don't know. It's just nothing in someone. It's just so weird to me. Especially when it's like a one-night stand or something like that. I haven't had, had any of those. Can't say that I would know. Oh, yeah. You're, you, Josh went to Bible college. After, oh, I went to Bible college. I went to fake school. I know. It's, it's weird thinking my degree is more valid than your degree. Yep. Let's stay on one, let's stay on one track. I would say... I would sleep with either of them if they got <laughs> obviously. Obviously, really. this is well, a feminist well, podcast. Yeah. Well, I mean, obviously, if they were consenting and it was a mutual like connection, obviously. Oh, I forgot to but mention consenting. My point, Sorry. my point is, I used I used to work for the health department, and it doesn't matter if you had sex with fifty guys with condoms. The reality is, you can you still have to get tested once a year because, yeah. Having sex that's even if it's protected doesn't mean that you're not going to get an STD. And so the reality is, I would sure, but we have to get tested first. <laughs> Whether it's five guys or fifty guys, that's can easy. You, can question. you add? Can you add the more you know sound effect? Like yeah. in post there. <laughs> yeah, they always said doesn't matter who you are, even if you're in a committed marriage relationship, because they had so many people who would come in and get tested, and they find out they have an STD. They're like, oh shit! I've been having unprotected sex with my wife for two, three months, and I just found out I have HIV. That is a real dark story. See, <laughs> I, I want to say something on that. That's, I also want to say that something. That escalated quickly. I, I know. <laughs> so the reason I don't want HIV or AIDS is not because of the like, you know the actual disease. It's the fact that I have to call up all my exes and talk to yep. them about it <laughs> they make them do it for everything chlamydia yeah, i mean they make, that literally has to be the positive, worst part of it they encourage you honestly to, like the disease itself sounds like cake to that but you have to talk to every person 
So the best thing that Micah did, in my opinion, while a communications director was this STD campaign because he used emojis to make yep. about STD awareness. And it was like, this is Paul. Paul got tested. Paul's had sex with this many people. And it's like a regular emoji, Santa Claus emoji. Um, God, the security guards from like the Queen's Palace. What are they called? Oh god! I thought you were just gonna leave it at Queens. I was like, oh god, Austin. (laughs) (laughs) Like Paul's had sex with Santa and Mrs. Claus. The point of the whole like tweet was to illustrate that. I'm gonna guess it here. Threesome. The clauses, the clauses have been together for a long time. You know that you got to add some spice into that marriage. You know, you know, Mrs. Claus is anorexic. Don't lie. Santa can have any woman. I was thinking. I just was thinking that she was. You know, she she's exploratory in the in the sack. That's all. (laughs) Exploratory. Well, you know, you have to be. Any woman would date Santa. Any woman would fuck Santa. You know, I mean, Santa Baby is a popular song for a reason, I guess. True. Would you give but Santa? Yeah, no, really, all right, everyone in this group. Legitimate, but Micah, that uh, that um, that campaign was really good. It it really was a good, like that was good. Thanks, Josh. Good stuff. Thanks for yeah. the validation. Palace I did that. I did See, actually. Okay, go homeschooler on, can ed- homeschoolers can't educate the world on things. See, <laughs> <laughs> you know. You know, Mike, I actually did enjoy you working at the health department because you would tell me My dog, hilarious Sam. stories. Can we tell the butt plug story? Sure. Why not, Sam? Go okay. Ahead. So I'm going to tell what I know, and then Mike is going to correct me like he always does because he gaslights me. So uh, <laughs> Micah was telling me about a guy. Um, he was talking with a nurse at the health department. So obviously this is HIPAA. Okay. Because we don't know who the hell this person is. Anyways, right. he's had so much gay sex that he had to keep a butt plug in his ass from keeping himself from shitting himself all the time. Like a court, like, 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 like a bathtub. <laughs> Micah, can you like? I mean, I'm just telling what a nurse told me. That's literally what this guy so, came in to get tested and explained why he had this butt plug but she could have been lying to me who knows i mean <clears throat> people are immature like that you know they told me those nurses told me some like tons of crazy stories of people coming to get tested just probably the craziest mm-hmm. one i heard hands down was i don't even know if this happened at the health department it might have been that this nurse was at a different hospital or some other place and this person came in but this couple came in and the lady it's a couple a man and a wife or husband and wife, and she gets up in the stirrups, and immediately there's this rancid smell wafting through the, the check checkout room or whatever. <laughs> and they start to talk to the lady, and they're like, "So, have you been having like these symptoms?" They're trying to like piece together some kind of STD, and the lady's just like, "Well, okay. So the truth is, uh, the reason why we came in is because." And this is the husband talking. He's like, my wife and I, we like to experiment. And we, she likes frogs. She likes frogs <laughs> up in her vagina. And basically last night, it got stuck inside of her. And that frog died inside of her. 
<laughs> and they were coming to get like get it removed at the STD clinic because the STD clinic's free. And they were like, "We're so sorry, but that's going to take like surgical extraction or like intravenous extraction. You're going to have to go to an emergency room." So the worst part about the whole story is that that couple left, and that woman still had a dead frog <laughs> up in her vagina. Which is like, it's just like to me, I'm just you know, it's on par with the people who are into gerbils and weird stuff like with those things uh, you know or hamsters whatever it is you know going up tubes or whatever and it's just like i mean i just i literally i just was talking i was like is sex not enough is it not enough anymore like it's apparently not not in that situation <laughs> we need a third party to, to uh spice things up I forgot you told me that story. <laughs> now, Sam, this better not be some clickbait this on is, social this media. Like, we just definitely Micah, make this a clip. Former, former health department communication specialist talks about frog and vagina, and that's like the couch. <laughs> no, I make it something clipping. He's like, <laughs> I, can't, I can't do this anymore. I can't do this one. <laughs> What do you stick a frog in there? (laughs) (laughs) I don't understand the pleasure factory. (laughs) What's a famous frog character? (laughs) That's I actually what I was trying to think of. Kermit the frog. frog. Kermit. Why are there so many? It is not easy being green. <laughs> not man, easy I love green. some of them. Got some. Got some. Kermit up the Kermit up the cooch there. Honestly, like just the conversations about it makes me not want. To- <laughs> there we go. <laughs> I can't do this anymore. I can't do. We got. I think this is the best thing that's ever happened on my show. I think that's the, that's the story. Right, this the story the end the podcast. Well, this is the last episode, you know. You know, you know when it's the best moment on Sam's show when he's the only one hysterically <laughs> laughing, and the rest of us are just kind of like, and this kind of like disgusted kind of. Oh, I don't know if that was the best moment on the I, show, but it was for him. I just, I just don't know why it's why. I can't. My head hurts right now. I just imagine. I've never been just in a conversation where you're just like, what the fuck did I just hear right now coming out of your mouth from a fully functioning human being? I just, somebody right now is on their way to work or they're falling asleep or they're doing their dishes. She's calling a cab or she's having a smoke and she's taking a track. She's taking a drag, and they are hearing a story about a frog getting shoved up somebody's vagina. How big? I wonder how big what the frog was. <laughs> was it a frog or a toad? That's, I, I heard frog in the story. That's We're just going to go with frog. I, I, hey, last thing they said to me, something really bizarre that I, I just don't also find it believable, but they were saying that there's a like a very – like big trend going on or was at least a couple years ago where people were coming in with these rashes in their armpits, like on their arms. And they were worried that they had like an STD 
And they, I mean, they, these nurses told me, they're like, oh, we see this like once a week. At least somebody comes in once a week with a rash in their armpit. And it's them having armpit sex. Literally, they put the penis in between the fold. And if you need an illustration, you know, in the video. Here, and just having sex. And then it's just causing irritation. And it was like people weren't actually having like STD reactions. They were just coming in because they were worried. And they're like, oh, no. Like, And this is literally how to extract these people like, Maybe use more lube and definitely still use a condom. And I'm like, okay, I understand you using a condom for like oral sex and everything else. And you're <laughs> like, but you know, I mean, I get it. Like, you know, someone's got herpes or something or, you know. I mean, I could have told someone if you're having armpit sex, which I, this is the first time I've heard. So don't judge me. Um, yeah, definitely. That sounds like a lube problem. That, like, it's, this is like when, because that's so close to like that Family Guy episode, you know, where they have the ear sex. Yeah. It's like when the it's like when the uh, when you read an onion headline and you think it's a real headline because things are just so bonkers these days, and you're like, oh no, that's real. Oh no, that's the onion. It's like the it just armpit sex. All right, um, I'm glad I didn't have to deal with that in my days as a pastor. Okay, Josh, you, you actually you actually to deal with. You're actually you a little say? far out for being a pastor. What's a what's a good anonymous person story you can tell us? Uh, anonymous story. Where like, it's a funny story, but you don't have to give out who it is. And I'm not actually going to ask because I might know them, and I don't want to know gross things about people. I know. I'm trying to think maybe from my first one, especially like where it's been even longer. Um, I prefer the second one because I like to be your own story too. By the way. <laughs> Say what? <laughs> be your own story. Well, I'm trying to think. Come Josh, back. I don't want you to it. bum people out on my show. FYI. Oh uh, well, <laughs> I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a big bummer. So let me let me think about it. Come back to me here. And well, I'll, uh, I just learned that Garth Brooks did a concert in Nashville last night at a drive-in theater, and I know there are a couple people missing right now, and I'm not happy about it. So I don't want to be bummed out right now. I came here. To hear about people shoving frogs in their vaginas. Well, see, I knew this one guy who um, he like set up his own roast. That was kind of a weird thing to okay, do. Okay, you want to? You know what? It felt a lot bitch. like it was like a it was like a like a an attention seeking thing. I guess I don't know. I you know. It, Can we talk it, about how Micah kind of declined to be a part of the roast? Yeah, because I'm a good friend. I literally said, I was like, I'm not going to go to a place and like shit on a friend that I just didn't find it funny. I didn't find it funny. Um, it actually that probably, was pretty funny. You missed it. I know. I missed it. That's okay. That's okay. It's okay to miss things in life. I don't have FOMO. We'll come FOMO. to the next one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, the next you, one you mean my funeral? The reality is your life's a roast, Sam. Yeah. So I, you know, to I used to think my life was a uh, a tragedy, <laughs> but now I realize it's a comedy. Now I kill my mom. His That's movie Joker. Hashtag Heath Ledger, am I right? No, hashtag Joaquin <laughs> Phoenix. I know, I know. I just, I'm, I can't let Heath Ledger go. 
Hey, just wanted to talk to you. This episode is sponsored by Honey. Honey is a free browser extension you can download using the link in the description of this episode. Honey searches the entire internet for promo codes, coupon codes, free shipping, and anything else that will save you money when buying things online. It is 100% free and at no point will you have to pay for it with microtransactions. It's just as simple as pressing a single button and you can start saving money in searching for those coupon codes over the entire internet. Not using Honey is basically throwing money away that could be saved for more important things. I've used this for pizza. I've used this for audio equipment. I've used this for clothing because I have been losing weight and I need new clothes. And this is a perfect, perfect, perfect thing that has been saving me money all the time. I always make sure I press that honey button and make sure that I can save any amount of money I can possibly save when buying things online. Use the link in the description of this episode today, download it on your Mac or PC, and start saving money and stop throwing money away by using honey. Austin, is it hard to believe that we used to be sexual rivals? Yeah, I don't even know if I would agree. Like, I'm not, rival I'm not, like, like my drink. two competitors. See, rivals, rivals makes it sound like you guys were evenly matched. Well, right. I like to say the sentence, we used to be sexual rivals, but now we're sexual friends. Oh. So it just makes more sense to call it that. Right. Sometimes you say things for the correct title. And honestly, if, if you're saying it in the sense of like... I viewed Sam as a threat, then sure, yeah. It works. I can't even remember if I was into her. Dude, I drink way too much. I'm just going to be honest with you all right now. I've been forgetting people and things and memories all the time. I probably shouldn't be laughing. That's probably a sign of weakness. But uh... Mm -hmm. How How many mules have you had? Two, but you don't know how much vodka I put in it. Do you do you doing a two ounce or are you doing a double pour on that? No, I just pour. I don't, oh. I don't measure I don't measure that shit out. That's what I'm doing right now. Just like you hey, measure your cocktails? One third yeah. of my glass. Yeah, I, I would Ooh, call you a pussy, but you are what you eat, so that is what you need to teach your kids, Josh. If someone calls them a pussy, you tell them you are what you eat. That'll. I'm sure that'll really go down well on like you know, sixth grade playgrounds. Well, I mean, if I was a teacher and I heard a good comeback, I'd probably never be a teacher. Slow clap. I applied for day jobs as like uh, a paraprofessional. Uh, Never got them, obviously, because they probably were smart and did a background check. Yeah, they Uh, they they checked in on you. They just they just. Honestly, they just Googled my name, and they'd be like, oh, this guy has a podcast, and then he just listened to it. He's like, you know, this one woman shoved a toad up her pussy, and I'm like, what? <laughs> That's the end of his teaching career. But no, nah, because, well, I mean, you know, when kids say something funny, and it's genuinely funny, I, like, I don't know, you know, you're supposed to, like, discipline them, you know? You're a dad. You know, you're, when they do something that's, technically wrong in the wrong situation you're supposed to be like hey don't do that i'd be i just start laughing and you, after you laugh you can't say don't do that yeah no that's um although you know i've really tried like especially with you know leland for instance like 
he'll uh, he'll do it like let off a really good belch at the dinner table and i like i try to acknowledge the fact that i'm like that's a really good burp leland now what do we say <laughs> he's like excuse me <laughs> or, or with like with leland it's like excuse me <laughs> he sounds like he's been smoking a pack a day yeah, he does sound like he smokes a lot is that yeah, my permanent thing? Uh, say what? The, the permanent thing? throat voice. Yeah, is that going to be a permanent thing? So, I've been given. I've been given to believe that that is a normal thing that happens. But I've literally never heard another kid that sounds like him. <laughs> right. So, I I don't know. I mean, I kind of hope. Wait, he does. I'm, I'm confused. Is it like a condition or something? Or what do you mean? No, like, just... like we've been told by like by because I mean he's had to do some speech therapy because he just has some. Uh, like word forming issues right. I see. and like real, real basic stuff. And, um, and they said like his voice is very normal. Like that's a normal thing for his age, but I've his certainly voice never is heard deeper. Like his, he does have a deeper voice. Yeah, it's definitely deeper. He's, you know, he brings, he brings us down a whole octave in a good way. Um, hey, he can no, sing like the low parts and you get got, to everyone else that five part harmony. He, right. He's going to grow up to be like James Earl Jones, you know? Yeah. Let's 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 make predictions of Josh's kids' careers. See, I see, I see Cadence doing the like a normal type job that he likes, but then I see Leland doing a job that everyone else would consider a hobby, like brewing beer or uh, selling stamps or I don't know. I don't Leland, know what the fuck I'm Leland's doing. gonna work like in a factory to pay for him, like pay for his like living out basically living out on the lake drinking pbrs all summer life like that's what he's gonna do is just to have a like he's gonna live for the weekend yeah i was gonna Both say i told you i thought leland's gonna be the one to party with you know i can't wait till he gets older or cadence is going to liberal a liberal arts school and he's gonna study poetry yes yes, yes and then he's gonna too. come and probably live in our basement Nice. You'll have a basement. Which is all, he's going to be what Josh would have been like sans Christianity. Truth. So basically he's, I still would be unemployed. That would be the, the long and short of it. Right. You know, I realized though at 31, I'm like, if I just give it about nine more years, like it's no longer taboo to move in with my parents. Like I'll be 40. Right? And it's like at that point, Oh, mom and dad, you need my help. Yup. Know? all can't like function you know normally yeah. without somebody taking care of you and then it's not like the millennial who's just like mooching off his parents because we're crippled by student loan debt and can't like afford health insurance you know won't be that well, that's trope. okay we're we're gonna be a we're gonna be a short-lived generation anyway because you know dealing with a pandemic and and uh you know multiple wars and terrorist attacks and political polarization and uh and uh, what was it? Multiple, multiple depressions. Like that, that, that shit's going to come back to pay pretty soon. We're, we're going to die soon. Don't worry. So just drink up. <laughs> that's, yeah. That's, per- yeah. Apparently the coronavirus is sexist. Yeah, like, like to kill men more. Dem- <laughs> Dem- demographically speaking, we're probably going to die sooner. And people a hundred years from now are going to be studying the millennial generation that died too young. If you want to die soon, like, just don't wear a mask like everyone else in Texas. Yeah, dude, for real. I just, I just, I just love this, and I just hope the people who are so against the masks die first. Man, okay. My thing is also, 
people that hate wearing a mask have those like expensive cloth masks that they bought on Amazon. I'm like, you can't breathe out of that. Literally, they're like the worst ones to wear. Yeah. Go get one of the cheap ones. Yeah, the paper ones are the ones you want. Well, I, I love the fact that they go out, they say they have a health condition, so they can't wear a mask. But if they have a health condition that won't let them wear a mask, that means it's like a respiratory. Yeah. <laughs> which means they definitely shouldn't be out in public. You know what I, when I was going to the Black Lives Matter protests, I just started wearing my gas mask. I just was like, hey, I'm protecting myself from coronavirus and tear gas and pepper spray all at once. It's So I just figured that's the way I should live my life from now on. So I just walk out with a gas mask on, you know. That's the dream, you know. Don't, don't you What's just you wearing it right now? <laughs> I mean, the sign of Mike is privilege. He's got a gas mask. <laughs> right. No, no. It's a sign of living with evangelical parents who who trained me That's for the preppers. Apocalypse. We were ready for You're tribulation. You were Y'all don't even know. Like, I mean, my mom, woo, making the siren sound. All of us, okay, take your clothes off. Oh, yeah. Off. You, you mentioned Pretending that. to take our clothes off. And, you know, all right, now we're going to. Wash ourselves with Dawn soap, okay? Because the chemicals are on us, okay? I'm like 15, you know? Actually, I'm younger than that. So, so I definitely need to have you on to Drunk Church History to, like, tell your own story. And then I need to, like, tell the history of, like, uh, doomsday prepping in the Christian tradition. Yes, and please, please it's do. just the psychotic shit that people have done over the centuries for that. Yeah, because you never know when the seven-year tribulation is going to start, and we don't know if God's taken us now or in the middle of it or at the end of but it. But so I wish we'd all been ready. We Because <laughs> you've been left behind. Yeah. Well, I know me there's, and Mike have seen Left Behind, so I'm not too worried about us two. There's no Man, time so to change your mind. After the sun has come and you've been left behind. Left behind. Yeah, after 9-11, like, we totally traded in on, on all the, like, spiritual wandering and shit. And, ha- like, a couple guys literally played that song at, like, a special service we had, a special prayer service we had after, like, right after 9-11, like, that week. Um, because we really just needed to make people be afraid of death, I guess, since people died in New York City. So people in Tulsa needed to be terrified and like accept Jesus, I guess. It was it was a thing. Opportunistic. Yeah. It was you know it's the funny because like it felt working. it felt so like earnest and real at the time. And you look back and you go, God damn, that was terrible. Like how did how how did that happen? I don't know how I went to church services in the Midwest, like, and listened to that fucking music all fucking day. Uh, I, I remember. It's funny. I, I spent years being a, a music pastor, and I just could not give a shit about church music of any kind. No matter how good it is or the genre, I just could not give a fuck. Man, I almost became a worship pastor. I thought about it for a minute. It's the worst. The most dynamic person, Michael W. Smith. (laughs) The most dynamic leader in music. (laughs) 
Imagine just, you just hear Sweezy, the most dynamic voice in Christian music today. Josh, when's the last time you listened to Vapor? CCH Anthem. Right? I don't know. Could not tell you. When's the last time you listened to Michael Gunger? You mean Weiru or Vishnu or whatever the hell his name is? You know, the, the fat shamer? Michael Wait, Gunger? Wait, he changed his name? Yeah. He changed his name? What? He's, a, he's a fat shamer? Well, oh. I think his new... No, Austin, I think his new artist name is Weiru. Or at least that's like... That's the artist name of his new album. I haven't heard... Like, I... It's like... Yeah, I, I don't know. Really? My, my accompanist in college, his name was Weiwei, so... She was from China. W e i w u. It's like. Yeah. Let's just all look it up. Maybe I can look it up on the computer. Like I heard one single from it because I happened to like it popped into my email. I was like, I'm still getting this, so I sure I'll check it out. And it's like it's it's fine. I just like the first thing I type when I type Michael Gunger into my search bar is uh, Michael Gunger fat shaming. That's what I, was uh, what I love is just people just jumping off that that ship real fast, where they're like, "Yeah, we're not. I'm not. I'm not actually with the liturgists. I consult with them." So, fun fact about that. No, so for, I, is that a for real thing? Did he fat yes. shame somebody and he's like getting trolled for it or something? I was in or a what? long conversation about it last Wednesday. I actually never heard what actually happened. So let me just tell you from someone who didn't listen to the podcast and heard it secondhand, because that's the yeah, best so way I, to get your news. In I 2020. So I was in a big conversation with some friends on Zoom. Uh, basically, we were talking about it. They were talking about like Michael Gunger. Uh, they're talking about there's a Michael, there's like a liturgist singles group on Facebook, which sounds like because which sounds like a bunch of closed vaginas, if I'm going to be honest with you. Mm. Wow. No, if it's a liturgist, it's probably like a weird mixture of people who like are into like polyamory and people who have, who are like purity culture folks. Yeah. Like it, yeah, it sounds right. a lot like, it sounds like a lot of work and I'm not into that right now in life. So, which, you know, if you want to be polyamory, polyamory, do, do your thing. But like, you, you, we just call that's it what that poly, group sounds like. And then you say NRE, that's new relationship energy. That's what I'm trying to get you to be poly, Josh. Just hey, can stay on track, Sam? What okay. happened with Michael? So, anyways, target. So, you, Mike. I, so I'm talking with some friends, and so we're talking. They start talking about like Michael Gunger under being under some heat for fat sh- for doing a whole episode about body image, body fat shaming, and stuff like that. And real talk, it no no. Also, they had in the episode an ad for some weight loss thing, which in my head, I think. I, we already talked about setting this podcast up. I thought in my head, maybe I could use this against Micah. And one of my sponsors is a fitness supplement, FNX Fitness. We'll talk about that probably previously in this episode. You've already spoken of it. Yes. You have God, I, ho- I hope you go viral for fat shaming me, Sam. That's probably my only hope with this whole game is that someday the internet will just shame you for it. <laughs> You have to have shame to be shamed. Michael should be able to drink, smoke, and eat whatever he wants. That's that's the political correct PC way. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So apparently, yeah, there's this whole episode there just fat shaming. They're talking about like 
is it okay to be fat? And I guess from the way I took about it, and they didn't have, from what they were told, they didn't have a fat representative in the discussion to talk about body image. And so this is me not listening to the episode and just kind of hearing other people talk about it. In my mind, it's kind of like, who the fuck are you going to get to be like the fat representative? It was like that interfaith dialogue you had, Josh, where they had like yeah. the fat atheists who are just like, I don't believe in God because I'm fat and ugly. I'm just like, shut the fuck up. That didn't happen. Yes, it did. I was there. I and was, I was sober. So I remember. <laughs> But you've drank a lot since then. Okay, tell tell me where I'm wrong in that situation where the like the atheist group was like the least qualified to be up on that stand. Well, I mean, the people who are repre- if I remember correctly, the people representing the the atheist group, and then there was like another guy who was he was like a legit Satanist, and he was part of, but he was part of the atheist group. I think like that was the that was like the closest thing he could like be part of, I guess. Um, they were both up there as like representatives, but they were like students. I think the atheist guy was a grad student and the other one was just a undergrad. So like, but everyone else was, you know, pastors of some sort for their tradition. It was like you for like the Christian ones. It was you. And I don't remember his name. So I'm going to call him father John Misty. Um, he's one of those Catholic priests who don't molest children. He was a really cool dude. The ones that don't are really great. That's yeah. I actually really enjoy the Catholic priests who don't molest children. I don't like the ones who do. It's just a personal, no, just a personal stance on mine. You guys well, can believe whatever you very, want. You're very brave. Oh yeah. I'm just you know what I don't like? Child molestation. Actually, I'm really glad that you came out and took a stand on that. Just taking a little detour yeah. from this conversation. The reason I never browsed the dark web is because I don't want to look at child porn. I have, like, no interest even, like, if you see, like, a link that says, click here and see child porn, I'm like, I'm not touching that. I'm going to walk away. That's probably a good call. As your as your conscience and your moral compass, I'm, I'm encouraging you to continue down the path of not not looking at child porn. Josh, do you think that, like, you being the Rob Bell to my Pete Holmes, do you think actual Rob Bell and actual Pete Holmes have conversations like this? No, not at all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think they've ever discussed about a woman putting a frog in her vagina. I mean, I feel like Pete Holmes has conversations like that, but I don't, I feel like Rob Bell probably would laugh at him if he had those conversations with him. So I don't know. I could see it. Cause Pete Holmes definitely like he can, he can do that. Yeah, that makes sense. All right. Anyways, back to the story. And so, yeah, we were just talking about this. And so just like, you know, being I just went into podcast host mode when when I actually have engaging conversations with people, not with the fuck we're doing right now. where We're just talking about like stupid shit. Um, Anyway, so, yeah, so basically I I thought we were having intelligible conversations. We are. Let's see. We all have college degrees to some extent ish. And one of us has a master's degree in a field that I don't know what the fuck it is. You're talking to me? Communication. Yes, I'm talking. I don't, I don't know what the fuck does that even mean? I don't know what that his, means. His thesis was ahead of its time. 
for white yeah, folks. Actually, I, I did like your thesis. I think I did for, for white folks anyway. I actually read your thesis, Micah. No, you, you didn't. You call me the you shittiest. Read all 90. I don't remember it very well, but I remember the gist of it. And you know what? You call me a shitty friend all the time, but who's the one who buys your book? Who's the one who reads your thesis? Who's the one who's always on your ass about doing things? It's me. I am. Wait, all I heard from that is you're always on his ass. I mean, that makes <laughs> frogs. Man. You're the Indeed. frog stuck in my vagina, Sam. That is the metaphor <laughs> I am the <laughs> It's like yes. you, you kind of want person. him there. You're the one who propels me to go get surgery. You're the one who propels me to go get you removed out of my life. Yes. Sam, Sam, you are the frog that is stuck up my, the dead frog. Stuck up my <laughs> you are the dead frog stuck up my vagina. Sure. I am. We're meant to be, Michael. Hey, it's like peanut butter, jelly, Dr. frogs, and vaginas. I reached out to Dr. Newsom, Austin, see if he wanted to co-author a book based off of my thesis, my whole thing was just about rhetoric of the streets. It's the same cycle that's been going on. Just why are protests and riots valid, you know? And note, never got a response back. You didn't respond? Yeah. Did you ever send you your recommendation letter? No, I had to ask someone else. Actually. Sam, what does it say that you have two people on your podcast who major in communications? Or, Sam, and I still or, or don't know what the you. fuck you do. You you know what I do? I just make music and jack off. It's all my show. Mike, are you fucking smoking inside now? Has, has no, your I'm life out the window? Micah, God, no. windows open God over here. damn it, Micah. We lost you. You're open. gone. You're too far gone. No, it's my one hitter. I'm not like smoking cancel. a cigarette. Hashtag, hashtag cancel Micah. Hashtag Pray for Micah, actually. So actually, that works for two two kind of camps right there. All right, all right. I'm done. I'll just go back to smoking my hookah. Okay. Well, I say like, it's I like actually, all, it's, like all these, it's all these vapors who've ruined it for everybody smoking inside. You know, like I miss the good old days when you walked into a building when it was you know smoker available or whatever. Yeah, you we know? used to be able to just jack off in front of women, but we don't do that anymore because we moved on and we progressed as a society. Right. And Anyways, now we progress to like vaping, vaping indoors. I, I've been wanting to tell <laughs> you this story, a good story about you. I, the time I actually had a meaningful conversation with Dr. Newsom. It was like, it was the semester right after you graduated with your master's. And so I think I had some gig in fucking the radio lab or something like that. I don't remember. I remember I accidentally got Dr. Aberg, the jazz professor, like on an accidental racist joke. And then he was like super, was like, no, I didn't mean it like that. Actually, let me tell you the joke. So our lead alto sax player, he, he was a black guy, but he dyed his hair like a weird color. And then he was just like, oh, uh, what the fuck was this? And Justin, I, I, I can see so much color in you right now. And then I just like out of nowhere, I'm like, that's racist. And he's like, no, I didn't mean it like that. Didn't mean it like that. <laughs> we all just start laughing. <laughs> Anyways, it was like something like that. And then uh, eventually, Dr. Newsom, I was like, we we're just chatting. Like, hey, I like, he plays guitar or something like that. So we're talking, I'm like, yeah, you were on Micah's board for uh, his thesis, right? I'm like, yeah, he's really good. I'm like, yeah, I do think he's really good, but don't tell him I told you that. <laughs> Seems fair. So you know, Micah he almost died. Again. He you did. Know, he, had a, he, had a, he had a heart attack. He's recently. not that old. Yeah. No, he's like 30, late 30s. <laughs> 
I am. She said no. <laughs> well, how long are we going to do this podcast? It's almost two hours. I mean, are we going to wrap this up anytime soon, Sam? Well, or first thing I want to do talk all night. Yeah, Sam. When do we get to the point of the podcast where we actually stop? We start talking about the point of the episode. So yeah, I, this, I, is the part, this is the part where Sam's like, "Okay, that was all practice round. Now it's time to talk about pop, pop <laughs> culture the, music." Micah, so, what's your opinion on JLo's new outfit or whatever bullshit? He well, does I on do. His I do want to get into this a little bit. Micah, you just turned thirty-one. Yeah, and I, you know, we were we were talking about it. I had a birthday surprise for you. Uh, do we want to watch it before we explain it, or do we want to just kind of go into it? Go into it. Let's just let's People watch it. Let's watch it first. They're, they're watching our journey. They've been following our journey. They'll know what this is about. So this was my kind of like every year, me and Micah like to make a Facebook social media post for each other's birthdays. It's just kind of our friendship tradition because me and Micah are good friends. I am the frog in his vagina. <laughs> And he and he is the number ten on your list of friends. Mm-hmm. And I'm the yeah, I'm such a good de- best friend. I'm on number ten of his friends list, both so, friends and best friends list. I decided this year I wanted to put a little money in and get Micah a cameo from our favorite cool guy. So let's watch that together as friends. How you doing, Mike? It's Big Time Tommy. Hey, pal. Happy 31st birthday. You do need to lose a little bit of weight, but don't feel bad. I need to lose weight, too, but I'm praying for you. Hashtag pray for Micah. And I want to thank everybody at the Swagcast. I didn't do that right. Happy 31st birthday, Micah. I hope you have an incredible birthday. I hope you have an incredible summer. And thank you so much for following me on Instagram. That means a lot to me. And thank you, Sweezy, for allowing me to do this cameo. Happy 31st birthday. We both need to lose weight. Have a great summer. Stay safe. Stay healthy. Stay old school. OS for life. Take it easy. And so... That is Micah's birthday. I just so want to know, did you, did you pay him to say, oh, shout out to the Schwag cast? Did, did you put that in the script that you told him to read and say? Um, so, Answer honestly. Yes, Answer I actually honestly. did. So basically how Cameo well, I works thought, well, I is, so you is you actually give your I podcast should, a shout out. From from Big Time Tommy. So everything he's about to say from this point on, ladies and gentlemen, is a ruse to show suspect. That he thinks, yeah, about <laughs> how much he loves me. Bullshit, bullshit. And so Big Time Tommy would have the words "schwagcast" coming out of his mouth. Remember that. I did. Go I ahead, did. Sam, I wanted to get my money's worth out of this. Sorry that I'm Jewish and sorry that I... involved cross cross marketing. <sighs> so, Micah. I want you to tell your experience with this cameo, the greatest cameo that has ever been made. Well, first of all, Sam was talking it up for like two, three weeks out. 
And then I found out later that he didn't know until like the day before that it was going to happen. And so it was just like the idea of it was like what he was excited about. No, I got the cameo back a week before. Oh, I thought you got it like the day before. Well, he was excited about it and he was like, kept telling me, Oh, you're going to be so surprised. And I was genuinely surprised when I was watching it. I thought usually what Sam and I do is we like Photoshop or, you know, do audio cuts for our birthday projects. And I just thought this was just another audio cut. He inserted Micah Christman <laughs> and then he kept going on. And then when I realized that this is a real thing is when he said Schwag cast. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> no, you know, like this, there's no way this like is just fake. You know, he's, he's really talking to us. And then I was just like, how did he, I, I, my first thought was, how did he actually pull this off? How did he do it? And then I was just thoroughly disappointed when I found out he paid for it. And I realized <laughs> that these these people, big time Tommy, are awesome on Instagram, but they're really nobodies. They, they'll, they'll succumb to a $50 amount to any Trump who will just submit a script to them. They could say something as, you know, racist as like the KKK would love to hate black people. Happy birthday. And I'm sure big time Tommy would read it for 50 bucks. That's what I realized out of this. That was my experience. <laughs> well, Basically, I could make it. I, I, did. I as Micah, could get 500,000 followers, and that'll mean that the way I'm making that like keep working is that I'm selling my soul every day by reading hundreds of bullshit happy birthday scripts. I, I had a friend. <laughs> I had a friend that got the um, uh, he got a Brandy Max from Parks and Rec. As a birthday cameo. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of Parks and Rec. I saw a uh, Perd happily. Yep. So yeah, it's a it's a great thing. So when I start releasing some more music, uh, plan is to uh, just hire some people on cameo. Just be like, hey, new new song out by Sweezy. Go listen to it. <coughs> on the real, it was funny. I, yeah, I it thoroughly was, was. I was happy with it. I I especially loved the part when he was just like. Hashtag pray for Micah, and I'm just like, oh my god! He even did the hashtag sign. Like I feel famous now. Like the whole hashtag pray for Micah actually has meaning to me now. Now I'm okay to like. It's kind of like, you know, when black black people can take on the N word, or when you know the LGBT, you know, can take on like queer. I felt like I can take on pray for Micah. Like that's that's my. That's my discrimination from Sam on my fat shaming, but I can wear that now. I'll just, I'll just own it. I, I will be the male model for all fat men out in this world, all fat white men. Hashtag pray for Micah. I am telling you, Micah, that is the greatest fifty dollars I've ever spent in my entire life. I will never spend money so efficiently as I did on this cameo. That I believe. I'm glad it, I'm glad it was such like, a good economic, like, opportunity for you. You, you don't understand. <laughs> I got the emails like you just received your cameo from Big Time Tommy. I like, like I told you, I was more excited for your 31st birthday than you were. Just so you could finally see that. Like, I had that maybe a week in advance. I'm like, God, I cannot. Like, I'm not going to be able to hold it. Ridiculous. Uh, awesome. I what were your thoughts more, on Big Time Tommy? 
Whenever I saw that happen, I was surprised. Like, I thought it was going to be like a normal sand video with like edited right. photos with Micah's big head. Well, yeah, I was surprised it wasn't a big head picture. It's his birthday. Right. I'm gonna I'm gonna spoil my vagina. Let's talk about big. Let's talk about best of MJ Crispin for a second. <laughs> you know what's really funny? Most- Josh came up with the username for that. Remember the other day when you were asking me? Like, why did you not just call it Big Head Micah? I was like, well. What's it uh, called? Uh, Best of MJ uh, Chrisman. Uh, I remember I pitched you the idea. I was like, it's just going to be Micah's Instagram, but I Photoshop his head really big. Like, keep everything the same besides that. You're like, yeah, you should call it Best of MJ Chrisman. I'm like, all right. Everyone thought it was Micah. Like, That's I, the I part. Everybody, everybody still thinks it's me. Like, I'm just like part of this anti-racism cohort and I'm sure everyone just thinks, ah, oh, he's just out here trying, with his white privilege trying to build a social media presence, creating two accounts, following us. It was just like, oh my gosh. I'm just like, I, had, I made Sam put a disclaimer on it saying, because yeah, I, I can't get, I can't, I can't get Instagram or Twitter to like verify me because I'm obviously nobody of worth, you know? <laughs> so, <laughs> I can't honestly, get verified. That and is so, a big thing for me. I'm like, what? How stupid are people that have to explain this to him? Why would any human being just Photoshop their head huge and post it on a second Instagram account? Now, I mean, take it for granted. Like I do fight. do it like moments after Micah posts the photo. There have been times where I've been like in the middle of something and then like I get a notification, Micah just posted on Instagram. And I'm just like, God damn it. And I have to like stop what I'm doing and to Photoshop his head big. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a personal fixation to me. Yep, Although that's about I it. did, I found the most, I found the most, or I find the most like, like, impressive part about the whole thing is the bio, you know, big head, like mystic, big head activist. <laughs> let my big head be for the life of the world. <laughs> I changed it to match. Actually, let me read what I have now. Because I, 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 I changed change my you changed your bio, bio for that reason. I changed yeah. my bio for that reason. Because I was like, you know what? I kept it as my Twitter bio. I just was like, you know. F you, Sam, for ruining my bio. I'm going to change it. <laughs> well, no, I'm I'm pretty... I try to follow your Instagram. I try to get it as close as possible to, like, be... So here's what it says now. And God said, love your enemy. And I obeyed him and loved my big head. Khalil Gibran. Oh. <laughs> I do try to, I I do try to keep it... I try to keep it pretty identical to yours. I don't like try to make up just stupid shit on it. It's literally it's it's a very subtle art form. I'm very artistic with that page. Well, there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Follow uh, at MJ Crispin for the real the real MJ Crispin. You know, maybe that's what I should do. Do like a Donald Trump, like. Real. real MJ Crispin. What if I change? I could change best up to real Micah Crispin. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, just big like, head pictures. The real big head MJ Crispin. <laughs> <laughs> I I do think it's funny. I like I told you, which I wanted to do. 
I wanted to do like a wall of shame type thing for everyone who thought you were posting on that account, but you wouldn't send me the people who were posting that. I just want to be like, this TikTok over here doesn't think, thinks Micah just photoshops his head pic and posts it on his second Instagram. And yeah, uh, honestly, that might sound a little more logical than Micah has a friend who is willing to put in enough time to create an Instagram account, go through his old photos, Photoshop his head, reattach it to his body, and then post the pictures. Well, let's be honest. I'm actually pretty good at Photoshop. It's true. Not good enough to actually like get a job doing no, like, graphic no, design. Just good enough for memes. But good enough whenever I send you a, a video of my father-in-law with my nephew and I ask you to put it with the Jurassic Park theme music, you, you get it back to me in 20 minutes. That's, that's your level of quality there. I actually, well, right. I'm a little bit better with video editing than I am yeah. with. Let me see. Named it Jurassic Father-in-Law. Let me try to pull it up. It's pretty fantastic. <laughs> this is my father-in-law, my, my nephew, which Josh, I like, don't can have he, hey, can permission you to show. This? But... Josh was like, hey, can you... Uh, uh, get this video into uh, like the Jurassic Park. The first scene, the first time I see the dinosaurs. Okay. Yep, I found it. All right, everyone. Let's go to the screen. This species of veriform has been extinct since the Cretaceous period. I mean, this thing is a hunt. This thing. Why? They do move in herds. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, I I am too good at like just bullshit. I'm like nothing, nothing that's actually useful for your life. Just, yeah, I know. It's like what I'm gonna put that on a like a what do they call it for the art people when they? It's a not portfolio. a resume. Yeah, portfolio. I just like put this shit on there, like a bunch of photos <laughs> of Mike with this big head. <laughs> <laughs> like what the hell is this? And this is my portfolio. <laughs> it's my portfolio. Uh, okay, and so you got this video. Okay, let's watch this. It's just you just intercut this with Jurassic Park. What the fuck are you doing? Nah, I thought the my friend wanted use it. Of Twenty minutes. <laughs> and the sad part is how fast I get. I like the return is. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's like the problem. Oh, I thought, well, maybe he'll send it back to me in a day or so. Nope, got it back like less than half an hour later. That's what the Micah memes too. It's just like he'll post it thirty minutes later. It's up on the other Instagram. I was say I was watching that video. I'm like, I could have made that in ten minutes. Yeah, <laughs> like probably it, five minutes. It wasn't very hard. I'm sure it's not hard. Yeah, I, just, I couldn't be bothered to do it though. So the trick was uh, there wasn't a lot of footage. 
put there. Yeah, I had to, you had to reverse it a little. I reverse it at the end, so it's like he's just like going um, up and down. That's that that's, that's some Hollywood secrets yeah. you don't learn. You know, learn in Kansas yeah. City. So you learn right. in Nashville. Yeah, that's that's Nashville Hollywood stuff. It's more Dollywood stuff right there. Once upon a time in Nashville. Yeah, they're actually talking about like replacing like some Confederate statue at our Capitol with Dolly Parton. That is that is on point for for Nashville for sure. I'm just saying, if we're not going to do Dolly Parton, we got to do Blanche from Golden Girls, or just like a big bronze statue of a chicken wing, like Nashville <laughs> hot chicken. Dude, oh, I'd love that. Dude, I've gotten many hemorrhoids from Nashville hot chicken. Let me just, I'm just gonna tell you that. <laughs> Dude, you've you've blessed for that. Dude, my asshole is just like it's nope. it's it's just weird. Some days it's just like a waterfall. I don't one thing. I don't fart. Oh my god! Oh intentionally my god. anymore. I'm scared. It's a I shark. gotta go to bed. Are we gonna talk about your bowel movements now? Is that where this is going? This is all we talk about. Cricket. It is fucking eleven o'clock here. It's ten and I am here. Old. It's You're only 10 years, yeah. Is this, is you know, this? this whole experience has just reminded me that I really enjoy podcasts. I just really want to be on, like, a real one someday. I really enjoy conversations. I enjoy the drinking. I enjoy the stimulation. But not the stimulation. I'm not stimulated. And I'm stimulated what, what in the wrong way. What does get stimulated, big guy? <laughs> Not the Shway cast. Big time Tommy does. <laughs> Big time, Big time Tommy stimulates you, eh? Yeah. What's well, a good thing you wish you happy birthday? Exactly. So, Micah, do you have anything good planned for my birthday? When's yours again? In August. <laughs> I know. Dude, remember that time you thought yeah, it was I'm my birthday kidding. and. <laughs> <laughs> you left me a gift. I was like, "What the fuck, Micah? This is." I like April. dropped. I dropped stuff off at his door because he wasn't home. I was like, "Hey, I feel bad. It's your birthday. Here's a present." I like left him like a Keurig or some shit at his apartment door. <laughs> I was and like, "It's not out, my. It's not my birthday." <laughs> he. It was a Facebook lie. He had lied on no. Facebook. Well, I, well, I'm going to be honest with that, you. That's that's what you're I not saw the only like, person when it's my actual birthday who comes up to, who like texts me. He's like, "Is it your actual birthday today?" <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I've never done this. Sam, is your birthday on the twentieth? Fourteenth of August. I found a really good. Got that uh, on my like, calendar wrong. I found a really good stuffed. Uh, I think I sent you a picture of it. Um, uh, stuffed Little Caesars mascot. Because oh. pretty much all I ever saw you do was eat Little Caesars. God damn it! When we were in Missouri, <laughs> so I think I need to get that for you, dude. You the worst. The the worst part about that is the last time I went out. The last time I got Little Caesars in Warrensburg. The like the woman behind the counter, she was just like, "Oh, you come here all the time. I should know your name by now." I was like, "Fuck this shit!" <laughs> <laughs> so true, though. I'd go into your apartment. There'd be an old box of Little Caesars right there every single time. I, what I about Domino's? Know. At least now Domino's is ass. Domino's is good. No, not comp- like you could have gone to Fitters. Well, Fitters is like 
real pizza. I, I didn't want real pizza. Mm. I wanted five dollar. Gonna make me fatter than Micah pizza. Mm. But uh, that's why you were fat because you ate a hell of a lot of pizza back then, dude. Yeah, dude. No, I like really gained. I I noticed there was like me in high school. Then I gained a little bit in college. Then once I moved here because I just started drinking all the time because that's what I do. Uh, yeah, it like really packed on when I moved here. Like after my first twenty seventeen, I had a weird breakup. In twenty eighteen, I had another. But now I'm trying that whole self care shit, and we'll see how that goes. Well, I'm proud of you. Thank you. Thank you for Indeed. praying for me, too. Oh, I don't hey, pray for you. Yeah. Hey. Look what you're holding up. Oh, oh, shit. Dude, oh, shit. That is, oh. That's good shit, man. God, that sounds good. Mikey, you've been holding oh. out. What the hell? Tom and Jeremy got it for me for my birthday. That's awesome. That's good. They went, stuff, they went in on it. Yeah, dude. So, like, a bottle of Lagavulin is like $70, $80. <laughs> Try 130. 130? Okay. And I bought you fifty dollar TikTok. So I was trying to I was hoping that I spent more on you, but beggars can't be choosers. Right. So are, right, are we Micah. ending this? Well, Mike, I, I do I've I figured I, I need to have you on and we're gonna do an episode on um second coming predictions. And then you're gonna you're gonna tell a story about your doomsday prepping. So, hell yeah. Okay, All let's right. just do, we got to do one more TikTok, close it out. I know how much you guys love TikToks. So, uh, this is Micah. I imagine this is Micah and his mom. What the fuck is going on in here? I, I heard her. I'm hearing noises. It's getting ridiculous. What's going on? Anthony, I know she's in here. Uh, come on. Enough is enough. Oh, my God. So that's how I imagine Mike and his mom. That was that was good. Well, it's been a wonderful show. Um, so we got to get to everyone's socials. Where's my camera? I think catches up. Um, Micah, you want to go ahead with uh, your socials? What you're doing, and then Josh, and then. Austin. Well, follow me at MJ Crispin on all your social media. My website's MJCrispin.com. Got a book coming out eventually. I'm a washed up author. It's going to be great. And at best of MJ Crispin as well for more. No, that's not, I don't, I don't run that. So that's not, (coughs) but it's actually better than your real. It's not officially sanctioned. It's not officially sanctioned by okay. the MJ Christen brand. Ink. All right. <laughs> Cricket, do you have anything you want to add to this? Uh, well, I guess follow uh, Twitter at the JMKC. Um, I write at JoshuaMKC.com. And I, too, have a book hopefully coming out before, by the fall. So, no. And... Uh, What's the book called? Drunk Drunk Church History. Oh yeah, Drunk Church History. It's uh that's uh the podcast. So it's much shorter than this and and you know, probably better, but you know, I can't say that. Your brain cells will be intact after 
Can't wait to be on your show, Josh. Yeah, right. I can't wait to be on your show too. I can't wait to talk about. No, it. sorry, sorry, Sam. Kanye, um, we're Sam. We're all booked up to the end of the year. I'm sorry. Well, I'm going to talk about Kanye West. So, you know, you know. Oh. Jesus billionaire or genius billionaire uh, philanthropist. Okay, and Austin, do you want to promote anything right now? Um, yeah, don't follow me. Uh, follow Monarch Coffee KC. Yeah, Austin makes some. <laughs> I love that. He's coffee. like, shout out, shout out to my job. Shout out yeah. to Monarch up up here. Woo woo. Sue woo. Hey, they are is great. That in- is that great on the Instagram stuff. or on the Twitters? On the only, Instagram. Only the alt right uses Twitter. Josh, one time he was like, like, hey, should I? He, we, he was wanting to get in contact with someone I know in the in the Christian who who has worked in the Christian industry. He's like, shout a messenger on uh, Twitter. I'm like, no, Instagram because you're not part of the alt right. So, and it actually okay, worked I, on Instagram. I love Twitter. I don't know why you have to hate on Twitter and associated with the alt right. Well, that's all I see every time I go on there. I'm like, this is not fun. This is making me soft. That means you're following the wrong people, Sam. Yeah, it's <laughs> some of us are trying to stay hard out here. You know, you see, you see, you see what you follow. You know. <laughs> yeah, right. it's you and Cricket and Foreman. All right. Anyways, well, thank well, you everyone for we- listening to the Internet's Worst Podcast. Um, high in production quality, low in content. Um, stay awesome, and uh, Mike is a bitch. Hashtag pray for Micah.